How about that cigar? How about that cigar? I hope everyone is feeling fabulous tonight. It is, of course, Tuesday, the same night you always see us live on the Facebooks. How's it going, Garrett? Good. Nice. Yeah, it's going well. How are you doing? All right, great show. We'll see you guys next see week. You. Thanks for checking Thank you. in. All right. High five. Go team. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, how's it going? Good. Uh, busy at work, busy at home. Yeah. But um, busy is good. Busy is good. I like there's a lot of There's a lot of life going on right now. Yeah, stupid things happen when busy is not happening. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah, life is good. Life is busy. So Central Waters Brewing, mm. Brewers Reserve, barrel-aged stout. I'm going to share this to it all is. the groups. Thick and rich and malty and chocolatey and molassesy and. Did you say that? Fabulous. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's Tuesday, the eleventh of June, two thousand nineteen, and this will we after tonight we are only going to have two more. HBTC live from this shed from from the shed from the shed so those of you who have over time fallen in love with the shed I appreciate that we really you know we we really appreciate that that you have fallen in love with the shed but alas the shed will soon be no more that's mm. So, uh, but, yeah, uh, I mean, we don't need to now hear about the comments for drywall. Yeah. No more drywall comments. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> there's speak <laughs> hey, of the hey, devil. There's speak. Ronnie right on cue. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. Yeah. I'm, this two more shows in this space and then we're moving. Um, uh, new house three miles away on the other side of town. So. Uh, five, five miles away. I don't know. It's on the other side of town. So. Awesome. No more of this. Uh, this space. So, Garrett, uh, tell everybody about what we are about to fire up and smoke tonight. Since you were so kind to pick these up at the, I assume, Stogie's on Grand. It was Stogie's yeah. on Grand. Um, I went in there and they had a handful of new things and I was like, Oh, Oh, what do you got there? What do you got there? What is it? Oh, that's right. It's the new <laughs> Las Calaveras from crown heads. Look at that cigar. That is beautiful. They put a foot band on them this year. Looks nice. Yeah. I like the crown heads foot band. That is very cool. Well, Garrett, thanks for the cigars this evening. This is this is a treat. I've been wanting to try this one. Mm -hmm. I too. just I just tried this. Well, as you know, I just tried the 2018. Like, yeah, last month. Yes, I'm shoving the cigar in my nose. Basically, that's kind of that's how I roll. So, 
yeah, a little current events. We're getting packed. We're going to move. Um, kids are all super busy with baseball and basketball and a couple other things. Speaking of basketball, did you watch that thing last night? No. One. Oh, it was this close from Drake being even more annoying. <laughs> so Garrett doesn't like Drake. <laughs> FYI. So what, what, what happened? Well, it looked like Toronto was just going to run away with it and, uh, and dominate. Um, and that, I mean, they are just a dominant team and, and both of these teams are, are fantastic. Kevin Durant goes down uh, in the first half, uh, find out today that he's got a torn Achilles. So seriously. Yeah. And they just, I mean, he just got back on the floor and was going to help Man. him, you know, try and get this thing out. But uh, Golden State in the second half, um, just turned it on and um, played some really good defense. Toronto helped him out a little bit, but uh, now the uh, the series is 3-2 Toronto. So okay. um, it's going to be tough for Golden State to, you know, make a three-game run, but anything is possible. It's happened in the past. That's true. Yeah, I kind of, there sometimes I wish I still follow basketball, but I just don't. You know, it's I don't know. Yeah, Ronnie, I totally agree. It was a really bad timeout. Maybe someday I'll get back into it, but you know, I like watching the finals. Uh it's the same thing for me now with college basketball, uh March Madness and yeah. and I'm in. I'm I'm all about it. It's nice out. Let's open the door. Get some ventilation cooking in here. So um, another current events thing, uh, tomorrow night, Game 7, Stanley Cup, Bruins and Blues. I mean, I, I always love seeing a series go to a Game 7, so I don't have a dog in the fight. Um, I think it would be great to see either team win. You know, uh, Boston's – I'm actually not in that camp where I get upset with teams who have dynasties. I think dynasties are good for the game overall, uh, even if it's a team you – you hate dynasties are good for the game and uh you know so if boston wins so be it you know the the better team you know wins but if 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 st louis wins you know that'd be a great story too yeah and uh our buddy noah joined and noah said if playoffs weren't two months i'd be more interested that's a good Noah. that's a great point yeah fantastic point i mean you gotta you gotta you gotta admit the super bowl has something going for it where it's one game right it's one, it's just, it's that's it. It's one, one game. game. You, you show up and you, you know, you leave it all on the field and you do your absolute best. And if, if you lose, sorry, there's no second chance. There's no third chance. It's, that's it. It's over. Um, there's something to be said for that. I mean, th think how interesting it would be where the games, the, the sports that are commonly, you know, held uh, where the finals are commonly held in seven game series. Imagine what that would be like if the NBA Finals was one, one game, game or if the Stanley Cup was one game. That's with, a lot of advertiser money, though. But that's And honestly, I bet that's a lot of what it is. It's got to be what it is. It's got to be ad revenue um, because you can't, you know, you can't sell those commercials. You can't sell those T-shirts, whatever else it is. And uh, But, man, 
that's a great point, Noah, because I, I, I've watched of the Stanley Cup. I've maybe watched a total of twenty minutes of all six games so far of the finals, and I maybe in in the first three rounds I probably watched also a total of maybe an hour of hockey. Right. It's just too much. Yeah, I'm with, about an hour in. Once you once you've got a family and kids and you know responsibilities and mowing the grass and cleaning out the gutters and packing to move or whatever else what you've got going on in your life mm-hmm. finding the time to sit down and watch seven full games where they're where the broadcast average is what three hours right for a game i mean forget it forget about it. it's not going to happen right that i mean time is uh one of the most precious things we have and i know that i probably dip into a few things more than i should um and so to to continue that well yeah I mean, just, just the, the time sinks that we already have, you know, whether it's cigars or, you know, hanging out playing cards with friends or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you start adding in, you know, 20 hours a week of sports. I don't have that kind of ain't, – ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. And before we get to our big, you know, subject of the week um, – we just want to give some love and and make sure everybody's sending up some prayers for Big Poppy. Yep. You know, he's uh he's doing well. Uh, all the reports are showing that he's doing okay. That second but, surgery went um, well. You know, that sucks, man. Um, you know, he's he's one of the greats of all time and yeah, he is definitely known as a Boston Red Sox and I I have no problem with that. He's he's Red Sox for life. Yep. But, you know, he he spent some time here as a Minnesota twin. Six so, years. So we've got good love for Big Poppy. We do. Here in Minnesota. And, you know, uh, we wish nothing but the best for him and his family. And, um, you know, hope that, uh, really just hope that, you know, um, Dominican Republic can, uh, you know. Get their shit just together. Just maybe get your shit together and, you know, don't be shooting people. Um, although... Dominican's a great place. I've been there and it's, it's, you know, it really is a great place and there's great people there, but you know, you run into unfortunately situations where there's extreme poverty and, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, things tend to ramp up a little more than they, than we're used to here in the States. So, um, but yeah, one of the greatest of all time. So, yep. you know, prayers for big poppy. We hope you recover quickly and, and his, uh, cigar family at El Artista Cigars. You know, shout out to you guys, and and we hope that because uh, um, he's got a line extension for his big, big poppy brand of cigars coming out this year, I think. So you know, best all the best to him. Awesome. So, um, we got any any other pressing pressing items before we move on to our big uh, big push? Hey, Miguel, how's it going? Miguel is the sorry if i get this wrong miguel the national sales director i want to say or vice president of sales for crown heads awesome so miguel thanks for joining us for a while and saying hello uh garrett was kind enough to stop by uh stogies on grand here in st paul and picked up a couple of these for us so we are enjoying these tonight during hbtc live good stuff uh and right off the bat uh flavors it's got it's got the flavors right right there and i'm guessing the flavors will go well it's actually nice and sweet i was expecting a lot of you know spice and a lot of pepper which yeah there's some of that there but it's really got this cool kind of sweetness that's just it's mellow and it's and it's rich you know like dessert it's i like it a lot so far 
it is very rich and there's a spice that comes over on the finish yeah yeah retro hails it's there <laughs> it's there um so let's get into the subject the big subject for this week um we we teased it a little bit last week um just because we talked about you know the pros and cons brick and mortar shop versus buying your cigars online mm-hmm. uh, and there are pros and cons to both so um we talked about you know some of the some of the more budget-friendly brands you know that you can find um at both your brick and mortar shop and your online retailers. Um, some of them were, you'll hear us repeat this phrase a lot tonight, uh, or this term, uh, catalog brands. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that these brands can never be found at a brick and mortar shop, but for the most part, these are cigars that you'll, that you'll buy from an online retailer. It'll be, it'll be rare that you'll find these actually at, um, at a cigar shop anywhere in the United States. Um, and there are brands that, um, you know, it, the, there are some guys who just scoff at different brands. Um, we're really not going to be about that here, you know. Mm-mm. And how about that cigar? It's really just, you know, just about smoke what you like. Um, we're going to try to steer you in, into brands that we've had great success with. Mm-hmm. And we'll give you recommendations based on that. But, you know, this this particular uh, show is really about the budget-friendly cigars that you can find at your shops, or you can find at some of the auction sites or some of the some of the big-name online retailers. Although I have to confess, one of the big, big, big behemoth online retailers I've never purchased from before. Tom Thompson Cigars. Oh, I've actually never made a purchase in my life from Thompson. Um, yeah, I was a, com- a customer there for a while. And then I, I, I know I made a switch. I know guys who've had good experiences and I know yep. guys who've had horrible experiences. So I'm not I'm not judging that retailer one way or another. I don't I honestly don't care. I'm just saying I've never bought from them before. Um, there's really no reason behind it. I just haven't. My aunt works there. Really? Yeah. Wow. Where are they based out of? Tampa. Tampa well, that makes sense. Tampa. So um I'm gonna give you a first shot. Oh yeah. Uh, and let's start with Let's start with what we what we mostly know as catalog brands, brands, okay. brands you might not be able to get locally. So my list is only uh, brands that I've had and that I've had good success with. Yeah, that's and that's we'll my, probably have a lot of the same. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Um, so a few that reach the the top of my list are going to be the Nica Libre, which was surprising for me. Um, because when I had it, I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. Um, Is that the the 25th anniversary, the silver, the silver band? So, I, well, there's two. Okay. Of the Nikas that that I really liked, and um, if I had more time today, I would have uh, researched the specific. Some of these are specific cigars, and some of these are brands. And, okay. And I will say that some of the brands um, will dip into either that catalog or low budget. Um, okay. Uh, cigar. Um, yeah, but here's my list. Here's my list. Uh, so we've got the HC series, which isn't really a catalog cigar, but it's a budget cigar, um, for some of their stuff. Are those the ones that are marketed through Zycar? Correct. Okay. Yep. But they're, I think if memory serves, they're made at Hoya. 
I think they're made. That it, feels I right. think they're made because I think when I was at Hoya, I think I saw some of those bands being put on some some of the cigars there. So I believe that the HCs are made at Hoya. So, you know, that's another thing to think about is, you know, if you Who's see a brand, it? yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you see a brand that looks, oh, that's just an off brand, or that's just a house brand, or that's just a catalog brand. Well, chances are pretty strong they're being made at a reputable factory. Right. Yeah. Um, then we go to Ramon Boiso. Oh, yeah. That's on my list. <laughs> yeah. The, and, and they've got a variety, too. They it's not just one cigar. Yeah. I know, and that was it. You know, with uh, a few of these that I'm listing off are these companies. They have, you know, a few different cigars that, uh, for me, fall into it. Yeah. Um, uh, Baccarat. Um, the um see those i'll be honest not to, sorry to interrupt no. but i'll be honest i actually had bad experience with those there's there's really one baccarat that um i liked as a yard gar okay that it was it was a good cigar and um if you buy a box you end up paying about three bucks a cigar okay yeah um it was decent yeah i had uh um I had some, I don't even remember where I got them, but, um, you know, I didn't smoke through a box of them or anything. I maybe had two or three, but mm -hmm. yeah, I just didn't have a good experience. That's just yeah. my personal experience. So, yeah. um, Victor Sinclair. Now, which of, cause I haven't smoked a ton of Victor Sinclair, um, over the years and it's been a while. So I don't remember. I will say this, there's actually, cause of, and we've talked about this before because of our climate. We smoke short mm -hmm. cigars sometimes. Yep. And those, uh, there are some Victor Sinclairs that come in these little tins. Oh yeah. That um, I mean, it's still a you know, it's still a premium cigar. It comes in little tins. There may be uh, like four by by twenty sixes or something. Right. Um, and it's I mean, it's not going to break any records or win any awards, but it's a good solid little fifteen Shorty. minute cigar. Yeah. So yeah. I have not had their. Uh, I actually, petite. I still have some of those tins, I think, in my humidor. So I'll, I'll, oh, cool. I'll give you one of those tins. Cool. Um, and then uh, Cuba Libre. Uh, I know that I have smoked some. It's been a long time, yeah. but I, I think I remember they were, they were okay. They were. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then most of the other ones I wouldn't classify as uh, catalog brand or necessarily uh, budget brand, but this list that I'm about to hit you with, <clears throat> all of these cigars are $7 or under. Okay. All right. Number one, My Father, Flora, Dela, and Tias. Yeah. Yeah. $7 cigar. Cigar of the year. Are you serious? Wasn't it Cigar of the it Year? It was like, Cigar of the Year like when it came Like in 2012 or something 14, like that. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got the Punch, Grand Puro, Santa Rica. Uh, Brickhouse. Which punch is that again? Um, that is the Puro Santa Rica. Okay. I don't think I'm familiar with that one. Um, Brickhouse Corona Larga. Uh, the the regular or the Maduro? The regular. Okay. The yeah. It's um, a natural. God, it's been it's been years since I've smoked a Brickhouse, but but they are a solid cigar. Um, the Hoyo. La Amistad. Oh yeah, the la, the AJ. Yeah, yeah, especially that That's little an AJ Fernandez for little, seven dollars. Little petite Corona, like four oh, yeah. four by forty six. It's a great 
forget it. Great cigar. And then um, Oliva Serie O, the Churchill, is only $6 MSRP. Oliva's got great price points. Yeah. I've got some of them on my list, too. And then my big boy, my my love. It's me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hemingway Short Story. Mm-hmm. MSRP, $6.99. Yeah, all day. All day. It's... Um, I mean, that's a cigar that you, you just always have on hand. Yeah. Um, and they're, you know, especially the smaller sizes, you know, a few bucks a stick. Yep. You get into the, you know, you can get some of those, you know, Hemingway, you know, Magnums or whatever they are. Um, definitely more money, but still. Yeah. Uh, for, for what you get, you know, a Fuente cigar with a Cameroon wrapper and mm. just great flavor and good burn and consistency because you buy one today and smoke it and then you buy another one next year it's going to be the same cigar yeah absolutely so, definitely good choices there um just a couple more that again kind of hit some of that the illusione rothschild oh yeah 5.99 yeah and that's msrp and that's MSRP. most places you get them for significantly less than that yeah yeah um the so ashton bundles now here's yeah. the deal about ashton bundles a lot of people think they're seconds or they're short filler no what the the ashton bundles are are they're the classic whites that either have just the slightest imperfections um or overruns yeah and it's an amazing cigar and you buy a bundle of 20 you end up paying like 225 a cigar yeah, definitely a good deal. And it's an Ashton, so yeah, good deal. I like it. I like it. Um I like it. I want to say uh Miguel said Corona Gorda are the king of Atolas, and that is an amen yeah. to that statement right there. Hey Hector, how's it going? Andrew, good to see you guys. Um yeah, uh five and five eighths by forty six is um, you know, if I was forced to choose one vitola for the rest of my life that'd be it and lancero um, would be mine although i used to be so for a long time and we can this can be another show but i used to be a ring gauge snob mm -hmm. but i lately and this is honestly really recent within the last year have been forcing myself to go outside of my own little boundaries and smoke some more big ring gauge cigars and i've actually found a few where knowing that I've I've had different sizes in the blend, there have been a few cigars that I can say with full honesty that I would rather smoke the 60 than the 50 or the 46. It's wow. There's not many. Sure. But one in particular is actually um, on my list of uh, budget cigars is the La Polina Red Label. It's a good one. Um Although I love the the six by fifty, something about that six that blend in a sixty ring gauge. I haven't had it. It's it's good. I like it. Um, and another one is um, not on this list, but um, is uh, just to mention that since you were just talking about Ashton, is the um, the Ashton. I want to say it's the symmetry. Oh sure. In the sixty ring gauge. It's for some reason that blend just works in a big ring gauge. So I dig it. 
Um, so for my list of the budget stuff, I also had Ramon Bueso. I mean, if you, if any of you guys are out there buying your cigars from, you know, Cigar Bid or Cigars International, it's a brand that's, it's just out there and it's inexpensive. And if, especially if you're newer to cigars and, you know, get, cause they've got, they've got the, the original Maduro, they've got a, a Habano, uh, and they've got a, I think they've got a Connecticut now, don't they? I think maybe, or I know they've got three versions. Yeah. But that Madero is the one that put them on the map. Yeah. And you know, go, great just cigar. go buy a fiver and try them and you're, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you'll end up paying what? Three bucks, a three bucks a cigar. If you buy a box, yep. they'll be even less than that. Yep. Um, and I've, I've had very few issues with them and I've, they've always been consistent and solid for me. Um, another Oliva, I've got a bunch of Oliva stuff. The, the bundle stick from Oliva, the Flor de Oliva. Oh, Flor de Oliva. Is... I mean, you, if you, you can find them at a lot of brick and mortars, but if you find them from, you know, some of the catalog sites, um, you're looking at $2 a cigar. Yep. Um, and they've got a few different varieties. So, you know, just try it honestly as many as you can. Yeah. Cause yep. they're good. They are good. Um, uh, this, there's actually quite a few, ironically, of these that are AJ Fernandez blends and one that I enjoy a lot, um, that, uh, well, I should say enjoyed, I haven't had one in years, but the, the man of war mm-hmm. specifically the, what are, what they call the side project. Yeah. Um, they have this side project, little devil, which is like a Corona Gorda size comes in, I think a 12 count box and, uh, you know, it's it's i don't see it pulling down any awards but if you like a thick hearty dirty sort of gritty cigar you know if you're in the mood for that kind of you know that kind of gritty cigar that man of war side project and comes in a few different vitolas and you can get it for you know uh, three four dollars a cigar yep and i think it's pretty solid and i like the artwork too yeah the artwork's cool it's got that spartan sort Mm -hmm. of look to it so i like that um, we talked about this last week, uh, Frankie Neza, um, which so I'm surprised I, it's not on my list. I'm I, an idiot. I did some digging today, and I I'm not saying this is the case. I'm saying I have a concern that this is the case, and I'm concerned that it's out of production. Don't because I look. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> I, I looked at a lot of. If anybody knows if it's still in production, send us because I found a lot of retailers online that had it listed, but it was out of stock. And then I had a bunch of retailers that I used to be able to find it at, and it said page not found or something like that. So Maybe last week we, we just caused the, I know that, the market to blow up. So I know that Altidus bought, or Alt, Altidus owns that brand. And I so I assume it's made at their factory in... Um, Miami? No, it, if it was made at Altidus, it would be uh, Nicaragua. Um, and, but I, I haven't been able to find them as I look today. Um, I found one site that had the double Magnum size, which is like the five and a half by 58. Um, that's all I could find. I couldn't find the, the, the five and five eighths by 46. So yeah, if anybody knows, let us know. Cause that's, that's a really good mm-hmm. budget cigar. That's been a favorite for a long time. Um, this one, this is one that I get 
I get grief for frequently because I get I get laughed at like I can't believe you like that. But it is a good budget cigar. And it's one as far as I know that is actually catalog only. And it's the Chillin' Moose. No, so it's not catalog only. That's actually one of um, so I. It's did a foundry both, foundry brand cigar. Yeah, and I smoked both the Chillin' Moose and the Chillin' Moose Two this last weekend. It's going to be on my notable smokables. Hashtag spoiler. And you alert. got them at Stogies on Grand? No, I got them at my little shop. Oh, the the new place by you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they're not catalog only because. Um, and I saw them there also in uh, Tennessee at that shop. Okay, good. So well, I'm glad to hear that because I, I, I would hope a brand like that that's a budget cigar that's that's good quality is going to be available at more places than just a, a yeah. mail order. It was a great cigar, and it was $4.50 yeah. each of them. And honestly, there have been times, and I'm not saying this is going to be your, your average experience, but there have been times that I have bought boxes of the Corona, Corona size of that Chillin' Moose that came out to about a buck and a quarter a stick. Right. It it doesn't always happen. Sometimes you just get lucky and you find an auction deal and nobody else sees it before it expires and you get in for a great price. But honestly, even at three bucks, it's a good cigar. And cool. the multiple different sizes. Uh, they got the original. They got the Maduro. So um, I dig it. I think it's a good cigar. Um, and nine out of ten people, I, I would guess, if you give them that cigar without a band on it, um, a lot of experienced cigar smokers would say that's pretty damn good. Absolutely. So, and uh, real quick before you go yeah. on, if you have uh, a good favorite or a few favorite budget cigars, leave them in the comments. Let us know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because then everybody who watches will know, you know, kind of what other people have in their budget rotation, mm -hmm. and it'll give us some more more stuff to search for too. Absolutely. Um, another one that I. Now, this is one that I'm not 100% sure, but I'm fairly certain these are also AJ blended uh, cigars is the, the Ave Maria. The line. Ave, it is. Yeah. So and quite a few different choices there. The uh, the Ave Maria and the uh, Core. Um, oh, the, the Herencia Cubana. Herencia Cubana yeah. Core. That's one I should have put on my list. I forgot all Me about too. them. Yeah. Me too. Um, those were two of AJ's first projects that really put him on the map. Yeah, that core in the Bellicoso, oh, that box press Bellicoso, Bellicoso was is just stupid, just ridiculous. I actually got a bunch of the, the the Salamones mm -hmm. uh, in that blend, and I it's good, but I still I don't agree. like it as good as the Bellicoso. I agree. Yeah. Um, so this is one. This next one that I have is sort of, it's a brand that's in transition right now, um, and it's a brand owned by General Cigars. And uh, the guy who's in charge of the brand, his name is Justin Andrews. So, um, uh, Justin, shout out to you if anybody wants to take a second and, and tag Justin. Um, it's it's the Diesel brand. Mm. And Diesel used to be known as, uh, maybe not by the people at General, but by, by a lot of people in the cigar smoking community. Uh, whether General likes it or not, Diesel was becoming known as a catalog brand. Um, for better or worse, that's just the way it is. It was known as a catalog brand, uh, and they had some decent blends. Mm -hmm. You know, they were okay. Um, some were some were better than others, just like any other kind of cigar. But in the last two years, maybe two and a half years, General has been putting some more resources behind the brand, 
and Justin has been a part of that. And he, you know, worked with AJ to blend the whiskey row and then um, the the newer um, one that's going to release soon, the whiskey row sherry cask, um, which we'll have a review coming up of soon. Um, and there, I think Diesel or General Cigar rather is is really trying to. Um, in the eyes of the cigar smoking public, I think they're trying to change that perception of diesel as a brand. And I think they've actually had some good success mm -hmm. uh, because yep. well, a lot of people don't see it as a catalog brand anymore. Um, to be honest, they've done the same with Cohiba. Um, you know, Cohiba was for a long time sort of considered a beginner brand by many. Uh, it was considered a beginner brand or a ripoff or, brand. or a ripoff brands. But honestly, in the last few years, the resources that General has put behind Cohiba, bringing in Sean Williams as the brand ambassador, mm -hmm. that brand is once again known as a luxury cigar brand. And if I'm being honest, I kind of think it should be, you know, because Cohiba has such a history behind the name, whether it's whether it's Cuba or whether it's Dominican Republic, that name holds a lot of of weight. And I think Sean has done a tremendous job turning that brand back into what what most people know again as a luxury brand absolutely so that red dot uh when that came yeah. out I, I think you know there were so many uh people that were already snobby about the cohiba brand that they didn't want to even give it the time of day and i guarantee you if you smoke a cohiba red dot with no band you wouldn't know yeah you know yeah it's you know, it's a good it's a good brand, and they have a lot of different choices now. You know, they've got, you know, up to cigars that are up to you know, what ninety bucks a piece down to the Cohiba Blue Label, which I think right. is four bucks a piece. Yep. Um, I'll be honest, full disclosure, I wasn't a fan of the Cohiba Blue, but I know a lot of people are. So that's another one you can put on the budget list. Um, you know, it's it's and it it it's got good traction. It's been selling well, from what I understand. Oh, and Jay Z put out a, a collab. Yeah, with, he uh, he did the. Uh, uh, crap! I can't remember. The I name can't right either. Now. But yeah, Jay Z did a collaboration with uh, Cohiba a few years ago. Um, so that's Diesel. Um, I mentioned earlier La Polina Red Label and the La Polina Black Label. Um, they're not exactly catalog brands, although I, they've sort of been moving in that direction. But they're still available at a lot of brick and mortar shops. Um, but they're they're inexpensive cigars that are relatively consistent and. Um, and have good flavors and and good performance. So I think that's something that, you know, if you've got $4 to spend on a cigar, a uh, La Polina Black Label or Red Label is something that you'll get you'll get the most for your money. Absolutely. Um, uh, okay, so these are a short filler. Um, they're technically a bundle stick, but they sell them in, in boxes. Um, but it's it is a good... And and don't hate on short filler cigars, mixed filler cigars, Cuban sandwich cigars. They are, um, in some cases, and I've I've talked to people who've been in the cigar business for for a very very long time who really know tobacco, that say that some of the blends that they make, and I'm not going to mention names because I don't want to call anybody out, but I'll let them say it for themselves someday. They say that some of the blends that they have that are mixed filler cigars, they actually prefer to the blends that are made with that same whole leaf because those trimmings of those tobacco leaves, the cutoffs when they're done making the cigars, they sit in these wooden crates and they, 
sometimes those cutoffs sit in age for another good long time. And that gives the, the, you know, the, then those, those shorter cutoff tobaccos that go in the mix filler cigars have maybe even a little more character than the long filler do. So it's more age, you know, that's something to think about. So the, the Padilla, uh, Fumas, uh, comes in a Habano, a Maduro and a Connecticut, you know, it's your chocolate, vanilla and strawberry variety of, 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 uh, of cigars. Like I like to say, and they're, they're inexpensive. You get a box of 20 for, I don't know, 60 bucks, right. 50 bucks. Um, they're, they're not going to knock your socks off, but they'll be relatively flavorful. They'll be consistent and they're not going to cost you too much. Um, this is one that was, uh, the, the BG Meyer. You remember the BG Meyer? Oh yes, I do. Yeah. It was a Camacho brand slash Davidoff brand. Um, they were really, they, they had this big wave of popularity. I don't remember when it was, um, sometime within the last 10 years, they had this big wave of popularity. Um, and now they're, I don't know. They just, you, people don't seem to talk about it like they used to. Um, but I liked it. I think it's a good cigar and I've, I've gone through, I don't know, a couple bundles of them or boxes of them, uh, in the last five years i haven't had so one in a long time um but it's good it's a good cigar mm-hmm. um this is a brand that technically still exists although i'll say that it's not what it used to be um if i'm being honest and that's bahia oh yeah what yeah. happened to bahia there i mean there's still you can still buy cigars that are called bahia but i just don't really think they're the same as they used to be when they used to come in a lot of sampler packs yeah um, and the guy, I'm trying to remember the name of the guy who owned and ran the brand, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, not Tony Stark. It's oh. um, close. Uh, if anybody remembers the name of the guy who used to own Bahia, or um, leave it in the comments. I I cannot remember. I swear it's Tony. Um, and so you can still buy Bahia cigars on on a couple websites. Um, but they're not like they were. And there was one brand in particular they had that was called the Matanzas, which is named after, a, and I'm probably saying that name wrong, but it's uh, like a lot of cigar stuff. It's named after a region in Cuba. Um, and this was this Perfecto or, or Salomon, uh, Vitola that came in a few different lengths. Um, but that, that little, that little like four by whatever, um, Bahia, it just, the wrapper was like, it looked like it was dipped in oil. It was so shiny, that wrapper. And I miss that blend a lot because I haven't, I've, I've looked periodically over the last five years and I haven't been able to find them. So uh, I just don't think they're made anymore. Um, but if you can find Bahia's, if you know a place to find Bahia's. Let us know. Let us know. Reminds me of the cane too by Oliva. Yeah. Yeah. Cane. I haven't had it in ages. I should try a cane again yeah, sometime. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, JSK toothpicks, six dollar MSRP. Uh, it's a, a Cuban sandwich mixed filler cigar. Uh, they got a San Andreas Maduro and a a, a Habano, um, you know, natural wrapper. Um, yes, six dollars MSRP, but you regularly find them sub a five dollars. Yep, um, worth every penny as far as I'm concerned. Um, very good cigar. Um, Tatuaje Siri P. Series yep. P. Didn't you just get another I, box of those? I did. Yeah. 
it's I mean it's again mixed filler um one of those cigars that I don't care if it's mixed filler it's tasty it doesn't smoke like a mixed filler it doesn't smoke know? like a mixed filler you'll get you'll get a one of those with an ash like this um so yeah and typically and that's a good point because typically what you know if there was a, a real negative in uh, performance it would be the mixed filler cigars are going to flower that ash is going to flower more it's not going to hold solid but the miami p that uh, binder and wrapper yeah hold hold that party down yeah yeah they do uh good mixed filler cigar uh inexpensive uh henry clay that's another brand that um is sort of kind of making a resurgence a little they bit are. a little bit of a comeback one and you bought a couple of the new ones didn't you i did yeah and uh we were debating what to smoke tonight and um that new there's a new henry clay out i haven't smoked it yet but it is called the Warhawk. Yeah, the Connecticut wrapped uh, Henry Clay. Ronnie drinking lean after diesel fumes. <laughs> I'll have to try. I'll have to try that someday. Maybe try drinking some lean. Maybe not. Maybe not. Tell you what, you try it and let let me us know. know. Yep. <laughs> Video. Um, Pics or it didn't happen. Hoya Silver uh, came out last year. Yeah. And great addition to the sort of, you know, they got Hoya Red, Hoya Black, Hoya Silver, Hoya Cabanetta. Um, they've, Hoya's done a great job sort of reimagining their brand and, and sort of getting a cohesive branding strategy. Um, but that silver has got a great price point and uh, it smokes, I think it smokes a lot more expensive than it is. So, oh, absolutely. Good cigar. Um, AJ Fernandez, again, I keep bringing up his name, but the last call. Oh, you know, I like the natural more than Maduro. Ditto. Um, but they're both great. And at six bucks, I've, I've gotten them for as low as three. Right. So it's typically when you find them in a B and M, um, they're about six bucks for those watching on video that last Calaveras. But I don't want to be that guy, so I'm going to tap off the ash there because um, I don't want to get cocky. Um, oh, I had this down, but that's that's for another show. Um, Bill says, Kane Daytona 654. Daytona 654. I don't know. I can't know. pull that one up off the top of my head. Yeah. But we'll check it out. And uh, he it's, agrees the Miami P rocks. Yeah. And, and I mean, canes are Olivas, so they're, you know, yeah. Olivas got good consistency. So, um, another, I keep throwing in mix fillers, but they do apply when it comes to budget stuff. Um, it's a bundle cigar. It's, uh, it's, it's a dirt cheap cigar, but if you're mowing the lawn or cleaning the pool or whatever, and it happens to fall, so what? Who cares? And that's the Rocky Patel cargo. It's um, um, two dollar cigar, and it's uh, definitely not award winning, but it's it's got decent flavor. It smokes well. It's not gonna blow up on you. Mm-hmm. And again, if you happen to run over with the lawnmower, you're not gonna cry about it. I mean, you might you might cry about it. If you do, just call me and I'll console you. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oliva Serie G. I mean, I keep bringing up Olivas, but they they do have good price points kind of across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, they've got some you know higher end, more ultra premium stuff like Milanio and mm. um, so. Um, Cusano. Oh, Cusano. So that's a, that's a brand that, if I'm not mistaken, is sort of a also owned by Camacho slash Davidoff. Um, you know, they come in 25 count boxes. Low cost sticks again, sort of that chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, you know, Habano, Maduro, Connecticut, but good solid cigars. I'll be honest, I actually don't know if those are mixed filler or long filler cigars. I don't remember, uh, but I I just remember them being consistent and good and cheap. Mm-hmm. So, um, something to look for. Um, I I'm going to end on Oliva just because I've talked so much about Oliva, but um, the Gilberto Oliva Reserva. Oh yeah. Um, and the Reserva, which is the Sumatra wrapper, and the and the Blanc, which is the Connecticut wrapper. There is also one called the Noir, which is extremely limited release. And I've only seen at a couple of online retailers. Full disclosure, an Oliva rep that we recently talked to didn't even know it existed. Um, so it may just be a test market cigar, but... You know, I'm okay just putting it out there because I've seen it for sale at some online retailers. And it's a Maduro version of that Gilberto Oliva Reserva line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keep your eyes open for it. If you like the the ones they've already had on the market, you know, do a Google Google search and see if you can find that one. Um, and that's all I got. Awesome. For there the budget were, stuff. You know, there was one other... Um, that I was going to throw out, but I was like, if Tim Suitcamp is watching, he's just going to <laughs> no, tear he, into me. You got to say it. You got to say it. The Gurkha Park Avenue. Park Avenue. I, I'll be honest. I don't think I've had it. It's a good, um, it's a yard gar for sure. Um, but it, it's a solid stick. Um, and, um, always got a consistent there was a a few when i started out there was a few um boxes that i would have regularly shipped okay and um one was the um grand oh what do they call it um it was the uh grand habano the grand habano number one or number three but then something happened they changed and it just wasn't the same cigar anymore. Yeah. And then I switched over to the Gurkha Park Avenue for my budget cigar. Mm-hmm. And it was a good cigar. When I'm fishing, when I'm, you know, um, you know, doing stuff in the lawn or I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just a great budget cigar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think I've had it. Uh, I might have. But if I have, it's been a long time. Um, for me, I, and it's kind of fitting cause I ended on it, but honestly my go-to mm-hmm. as far as the one that I can say I've bought at least five boxes of, if not more, is that Gilberto Oliva Reserva mm-hmm. with the Sumatra wrapper. I've in the Corona size and the Robusto size, I've gone through at least five boxes and this is in the last few years this isn't even over a long period of time this is a cigar that i smoke at least twice a week mm-hmm. um and it's it's just good uh bill says the el rey del mundo 
Oscuro Robusto Larga. Okay. Is really good. $4, medium heavy. Okay. Nice. I appreciate that recommendation. I'll give that a shot. Yeah, and I re- you know, I haven't smoked a. I I haven't had El Rey in a while. Oh, speaking of Mundo, you know, um, just because that reminded me, and I probably had on my list and just skipped over it. Um, maybe not. Um, oh no, it is on my list, and I did did forget about it. Um, El Premier Mundo. Oh, which uh, so I don't haven't had it, but I've seen it. No, you have. I've given you some. I've had it. (laughs) Totally had it. So. I don't know what the situation is with that brand right now. As far as I don't know, I don't know who it belongs to because hmm. that's a brand that was, that was started by Sean Williams. Really? He owns, maybe still owns the brand. Um, I can only find them at um, one online retailer in particular. I can't, I, I only know of one and it's where I buy them on a semi-regular basis. I have some of my humidor now. Um, but I don't know if he, because he's the brand ambassador for Cohiba. So certainly there'd be, I would think a conflict of interest. So it, uh, I would maybe assume that that brand was sold to someone else or I don't know. I don't know the situation with it, but I do know, know that they're good, inexpensive cigars. Um, and they can regularly be had at a, at one particular online retailer. I don't really want to mention them here. If you, if you guys really want to know where to find them, send me a, you know, a, a DM or send the How About That Cigar Facebook page a DM and, and we'll let you know. What do we got here? What is that? That. Her, Hubert, is that Hubert's? It is Hubert's Lemonade. Okay. I don't think I've had that. Is that for from, bottled lemonade? Yeah. It's, it's actually, it's my favorite. Nice. It's real sugar and... Um, so just yesterday, my speaking of lemonade, I'm sidetracked, but my wife yesterday bought a jug of the Simply Lemonade, but it's blueberry lemonade, and Shut the kids the, the kids destroyed it in like two hours. Yeah, I hate that. Gone. Yeah, my kids do that too. But, and I know you're not a drinker, but um, that that Simply Lemonade blueberry lemonade with a little bit of gin, some mm. ice, and a shot of may, maybe just a hint of elderflower. Mm. lights out just yeah. every time i hear the word lemonade i think of lemonade <laughs> that cool refreshing drink <laughs> is that uh oh eddie murphy that is eddie murphy. Yeah. <laughs> lemonade like cool refreshing drink i love it <laughs> um we're gonna win that race <laughs> oh god that's right that's so if you've never seen eddie murphy delirious you need to see it <laughs> It's it's one of the funniest stand up specials of all time, and it's from what forty years ago, nineteen. I'm gonna say like eighty four, so nearly. Yeah. <clears throat> really, really good stuff. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's stand up back then oh. was just legit. Okay, so it's uh, it's time for the useless fact of the day. Yes, and this one this one is a is a concise, quick fact, but I just thought that it was hilarious considering how iconic the subject is. So we're talking about one of the most recognizable stories, one of the most recognizable movies in the history of cinema. Um, Groundbreaking for its time. And still to this day, all these many, many, many decades later, 
stands up as one of the great achievements in the history of cinema. Can you think of what that movie is? I'm going to say Godfather Part 2. No, many, 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 many decades. Casablanca. Uh-uh. Mm, Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Spaceballs. Spaceballs, is, is, as funny as it is, think... Uh, um, I mean, was I in the neighborhood with Casablanca? Late, late 1930s. Oh, Wizard. Mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz. Iconic story turned into an iconic movie. Yep. Um, you know, the groundbreaking visual effects of the time, you know, just turning a film from black and white to color um, is, you know, at the time, it, it's, 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 so think back to 1939 when that movie came out. That was as revolutionary to moviegoers as seeing the uh, the liquid metal effects in T2 right. back in what 1991. Right. That's that it's that revolution or seeing bullet time in the Matrix in 1999. Yep. Which how about that for making you feel old? The, the Matrix is 20 years old. The Matrix is 20 years old. Yeah. Um. So. The Wizard of Oz, uh, absolutely phenomenal film, um, and was an extremely popular book uh, beforehand's yep. story. Um, the writer, his name was Frank Baum, and you know he comes up with this iconic place, you know, and this um, this iconic group of characters. You know, you've got. You got Dorothy and you've got the Cowardly Lion and you've got the Tin Man and you've got the Scarecrow and you've got the Wizard of Oz. I mean, this they go through this quest and they finally find this this man, you know, behind the curtain, you know, this 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 great and power, powerful Wizard of Oz. And that's why this useless fact struck me as so weird, because, you know, it's just one of those um, things that was kind of just thrown together. Uh, the name for Oz, which was, you know, the place as well as the wizard, the name was thought up when the creator, Frank Baum, looked at his filing cabinet and the cards on the front of the file cabinet, you know, one drawer says O-Z and the other card says A-N. And he saw that, and he saw OZ, and he said Oz, and that's that was it. Huh. That's how he came up with it. It wasn't some, you know, um, it wasn't anything mythological. It wasn't anything sort of uh, a, a derived version of some old, you know, classic um, mythological story. It was, it was, it was a, a an index card taped to the front of his filing cabinet. So that's where one of the most iconic stories of all time came from was just an index card on a file cabinet. Love it. Yeah. So it's kind of how my name happened. Is that on the way to the hospital? <laughs> Are my, you serious? This is a true story. hundred <laughs> percent true story on the way to the hospital. <laughs> my mom looked out the window of the car and on the side of a, a, a truck said Garrett trucking. So I'm named after a freaking trucking company. 
Well, it could be worse. It, oh, it could be worse, yeah. <laughs> it could be worse. All right. Numeros de los muertos. <laughs> All right, Matt. All right. The number is a global number. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's American. North. It's America. It's America only. 2,500 people every year. The number is 2,500. All right. 2,500 people in America, America. die mm -hmm. as a result of this every single year. Every year. Okay. Um, it, and I'm gonna. I always do the same questions, but you know, it's sort of like playing twenty questions with your kids. Mm -hmm. Is it uh, adults or children or both? This statistic doesn't specify, but I would, I would guess, and I'm assuming. That it's going to be majority adults. All right. Does it involve the operation of a vehicle? No. No. Um, does it involve a consumption of food or drink? No. Um, All right. Let me give a little. Okay. A little, little something, something. It. Um, there are many things in this category. Well, that helps me not at all. Yep. Thanks for the hint. Yep. So it's not just one particular thing. It's multiple things that fit into. Is it a workplace injury or a workplace it could be. Could be. I suppose anything could be. Oh. All right. I got to see if any of our friends are giving us hints here. No. Thanks for nothing, guys. No, I'm kidding. Um, what to what to what to what to what? Um, is, it a, is it a legal activity? Yes. <sighs> I need another hint. All right. Um, another hint would look like um, you used to be punished if you were one of these people, typically in school. Used to be punished if you were one of these people in school. If you were naturally this thing, they would punish you until you switched. All right. Um, uh, is it? Um, is it epilepsy? Wow. No. Because I know that they used to think epileptics were like possessed or something and they'd punish them or 
try to beat it out of them. Right. Sadly. Um, is okay. Go ahead. Think of dexterity. Um, dex. Uh. So, is it a disease? No. Oh, it's not a disease. Mm-mm. I'm struggling with this one. (laughs) Yes, you are. If uh, this issue doesn't apply if you're ambidextrous. Is it? Well, no, you can't. How do you die from that? You can't die from being left-handed. No, you can't. But some people found a way to (laughs) okay so it's got something to do with being left-handed yep (laughs) i'm so struggling with this one um and i kudos this this one is way out in like left field because i don't have a freaking clue it's got something to do with being left-handed yep but what about being a southpaw can kill you. It is left-handed people attempting to use tools or things made for right-handed people. Are you serious? Yeah. 2,500 people a year. And the handsaw is the number one item that ends up killing people. They're trying to use it left-handed when it's designed for right-handed people. A handsaw, like a like a standard like a skill saw or oh, a power saw. Yeah, oh, yeah. see, okay. That's, that's really weird that 2,500 people would die from that every year. But here's the weird thing is so, and, and not to get all construction, but I, I worked in the trades for many years. And you know, when you're talking about what's commonly known as a skill saw, skill saw is a brand, but commonly the circular saw, you know, yeah. it's like Kleenex. It's yeah. a brand name, but it's, you know, commonly used as, the term for that type of thing so a skill saw you can you can purchase with the blade on one side or the other commonly 99 percent of skill saws that you buy at home depot or lowe's or whatever as you're holding that that saw in your hand the blade is going to be on the right side of the of the tool um and then there are there are a few you can buy with the blade on the left side of the tool, um, which seems the opposite of, you know, because the, the, the tool where you hold it in your right hand and the blade is on the right side, that's actually a righty saw, which seems counterintuitive because as you're sawing, you know, you're looking at it this way and this blade is actually on the other side. So you have to sort of lean over it, but that's actually a righty saw. Um, I only own one skill saw, and it's actually a blade left. Okay. Skill saw. And you haven't killed yourself yet? No, I own two, and they're both blade left. And I haven't killed myself. It's just what I became, because we used to use what, what, and again, getting all construction-y. We used to use what were called worm drive saws, which worm worm gears are a particular type of sort of helical uh, gear that, tends to deliver more power, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and because I worked for so long in construction sites where we used worm drive saws, where the blade is always on the left side, I became so used to it that when I bought my own saws, I bought a, left. a lefty. And that works for me. Uh, but I, I mean, I can use a righty saw too. I just, you know, when I went to purchase, I, that's what I chose to do. Noah's got a fun story. Shoot. Said, speaking of weird name stories, my great grandpa changed his last name when he came to the U.S. because it was too common. He decided to change it to Anderson. <laughs> he really Ser went seriously. He really went out well, outside the box. That, that is, I mean, it's it's good because Anderson is is really, you know, it's super rare. It is really. It's, I don't know, especially you know, up in the northern states where there's lots of. Uh, where there's lots of Swedes. Yeah. There's no Andersons. None. <laughs> Swedes and Norwegians. There's no, no, no Andersons, Andersons up here. I, I'm pretty sure at my office there are probably, and, and their total number of people at my office is maybe 300, and I would say a full third of them are Andersons. In, in IT, it's, it's uh, funny when uh, you have an email convention that the company sticks to, typically first initial last name and you've got you know four different a andersons and you got to start doing things like a b or you know their middle initial or put a number two at the end of it right when you create their yeah, yeah. um so yeah that was a really good that was a really good uh numero de los muertos i like that so for those of you lefties out there Use the right kind of saw. Yep. You'll greatly reduce risk of or death. Or golf clubs. Or, or golf clubs, yeah. Um, so, notable smokables. We'll close it out, as mm -hmm. we always do, notable smokables. Um, you were mentioning something. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and bring I that did, back I up. Just, I did a spoiler on mine. So, I did the Chillin' Moose 1 mm -hmm. and 2. Um, I haven't had the, the Maduro one. Is it good? It is okay. so good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I still have to stop by that shop over by your place, so I yeah. want to stop by there sometime. Yeah, um, and then uh, today I had the new um, Epicure Maduro by Crux. Oh, yeah. I hear good things. Is it is it another winner from it's Crux? legitimate. So here's the thing. It starts out mellow and smooth, and then all of a sudden halfway point transitions, and you get spice and flavors and it's a fantastic cigar nice yeah, yeah. i want to try that yeah it's great speaking of transitions and spice and flavors <laughs> this last calaveras when i i mean it was it was way unexpected at the beginning i expected like i said i expected spice and pepper and at the beginning it was really it it was sort of deceptive at the beginning it was sweet and rich and and uh really not what I was thinking I was going to get. And then you hit that halfway point and it just, I mean, I don't know about you, but mine went up to, you know, three notches. And it's oily. Yeah, it's got oil on the yep. on the wrapper. It's toothy. And it's, um, yeah, I'm really starting to get pepper and stuff like yep. that. A lot more spices coming through. Digging it. Digging it big time. Um, one of my notables from this last week is the Roma Craft Aquitaine Sabretooth. Uh that uh that barber pole you know it's uh and i actually smoked it while i was watching uh, uh cigar coops um he had a, a panel discussion 
for you know upcoming IPCPR, and I I just sat in here with my with my phone and watched those guys talk about you know IPCPR and smoke that saber tooth with uh, uh, I don't even remember which beer I was drinking, but it was just a it was a great combo. Uh, it's a really good cigar. Um, it's it's got there's a lot going on just because it's basically got two wrappers, mm-hmm. so it's good good stuff. Um, and then uh, another tatuaje, as we were talking about the Series P, uh, but the SW Short, um, which is the Tatuaje Reserva. It's the brown label Reserva right. in the SW. SW is the Sir Winston, so it's a 7 by 47 But this is the Short, which I love. Again, cold climate. It's not cold right now, but the I think it's 4 and 4 and 3 quarters by, by 47 it's just, it's tasty. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And it's, uh, um, it's been consistent for me. I've bought uh, a few 10 packs from a particular retailer that sells them in 10 packs. And it's just always good, consistent. Love it. Awesome. Did you have another? No, that was it for me. My last no. one was just one that, that I actually, uh, again, I found it in the back of my humidor. Um, forgot I had it. It came out like three years ago, the, the, the EP Carrillo, uh, uh, Capa del Sol, mm. uh, good cigar. And mm-hmm. I think I bought these at, uh, at Stogie's on Grand. Yep. Um, a few years ago when they came out, um, grabbed a five pack of those and, and bought them. And, uh, it's definitely aged nicely. Well, that EP Carrillo brand has really been flying under the radar until this last year. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah, something. What was mm, weird? Something, something. Something big happened in the cigar industry. Like, I don't know, some kind of award top, or something. Top list. Number one cigar number, of the year. Cigar yeah, aficionado. Something like that. It might be. I don't know. There's some. There's some print magazine that talks about cigars, and apparently they won the best cigar of the year. I guess. Um, but yeah, that encore that won the cigar of the year. It's a good cigar. It definitely. Is yep. Um, the Capital Soul that I smoked um, a few days ago, really solid, um, spicy, like boom, spicy. Oh, really? Um, yeah, um, it, it maintained that spice even after three years. I was gonna, wow. So, um, definitely good, definitely good. So that is all we have. Um, I will give a little bit of a. I, I'm not gonna um, mention any names yet, but I I have talk to um since we're not going to ipcpr i still want to wanted to uh, sort of get the the lowdown and the skinny on what's going on at the trade show um and and we definitely will be just because we're interested we'll be watching the other channels mm-hmm. you know that do stuff about ipcpr coverage you know whether it's coop or um blind man's puff or half wheeler those guys we'll watch just because we're interested we want to know what's going on geraldo geraldo yeah and um uh Sally Jesse. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch the Sally Jesse Raphael coverage of IPCPR. <laughs> I would totally watch. I that. would watch that just for the comedy factor. Oh would, my gosh! I would totally yeah watch that. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are gonna have uh, we're gonna have sort of a um. We'll have an interview with uh, with somebody else from Cigar Media who is going to be attending the show, mm-hmm. and they'll uh, they'll be kind enough to give us a walkthrough of everything they saw and heard. And 
what they're excited about and what we as consumers should be excited about. You know, that's really what HBTC is all about is you guys, the consumers. So we will, um, you know, as always, we'll have that on, on, uh, on our Facebook channel since that's going to be a, um, you know, uh, live here in our, wherever, you know, we end up being, uh, and then we'll have somebody remote. So we'll end up probably using a different platform, but we'll still have it available on Facebook live. It's just a quick link. All you have to do is click on, uh, the link on, on the Facebook page and it'll take you right to a, a YouTube, uh, live stream. So, and we'll do it that way so we can get, uh, this person on and f- find out and, and maybe more than one, you know, honestly, we can have quite I a few people. I talked to somebody too. Good. That's awesome. So then we can get some people in line and, and, uh, or lined up and, and, uh, find out what, uh, was going on at IPCPR and what all of us as consumers should be excited about and saving our money for, because mm-hmm. that's the coolest part is all that fun new stuff comes out and you say, okay, here's my budget. Like we talked about last week, this is my budget money. What am I going to go spend it on? And then, uh, and then the training goes out on your car and you have to, you know, forget about the cigars, but that's life. That's, you know, life. It is what it is. So that is all we have for this week. Thanks for watching. Please like and share, 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 share. Mm -hmm. Sharing is caring. Listen on audio. Um, like on audio, subscribe to the audio podcast channels, whether it's, um, Apple, Android, Spotify, Podbean, uh, any of the major podcast platforms, you will find us just by searching for how about that cigar or HPTC podcast, search for us, subscribe to the podcast channel, Mm -hmm. uh, like the HPTC Facebook page if you haven't already. Uh, share it with your friends so they can see it after the fact. Uh, questions can be left at any time, um, whether it's a comment after the fact on this video, or you can just go and send a, a message to the HBTC Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, sign up for emails on the website. Keep an eye on the website so you'll know when new stuff is coming out. Um, and that's all we have this week. Yeah, and real quick, too, if yeah. you're a, a rep or maybe a brick-and-mortar owner or whatever and would like to um, offer some kind of giveaway or whatever, get in touch with us. We would uh, love to uh, collab. And Yeah, we'd absolutely love to do that. Um, yeah, that way we can, you know, gain, um, you know, we can give give a, a lucky consumer out there a chance to win something cool mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, build a little bit of traction for uh, for HBTC and also for, uh, for your shop or for your brand, um, you know, work together to sort of expand this awesome premium cigar community that we love so much so in the meantime if you guys have any questions like i said let us know um and then as always burn cigars not bridges take care guys